Hello, Saints. So this podcast is going to be on the beast, the kingdoms that's going to make up the beast. The bear, the leopard, the lion, eagle, that's talked about in the book of Revelation and Daniel chapter 7. One that Daniel himself had a vision and a dream of, and then Revelation of Jesus Christ, who is foretelling us what this beast, final beast, is going to come together and look like. In the first year of King Belshazzar of Babylon, Daniel had a dream with visions in his mind as he was lying in his bed. He wrote down the dream, and here is the summary of his account. Daniel said, In my vision at night, I was watching, and suddenly the four winds of heaven stirred up the great sea. Four huge beasts came up from the sea, each different from the other. The first was like a lion, but had eagle's wings. I continued watching until its wings were torn off. It was lifted up from the ground, set on its feet like a man, and given a human mind. Suddenly, another beast appeared, a second one, that looked like a bear. It was raised up on one side, with three ribs in its mouth between its teeth. It was told, get up, gorge yourself on flesh. After this, while I was watching, suddenly another beast appeared. It was like a leopard with four wings of a bird on its back. It had four heads, and it was given dominion. After this, while I was watching in the night visions, suddenly a fourth beast appeared, frightening and dreadful, and incredibly strong, with large iron teeth. It devoured and crushed, and it trampled with its feet whatever was left. It was different from all the beasts before it, and it had ten horns. While I was considering the horns, suddenly another horn, a little one, came up among them and three of the first horns were uprooted before it. And suddenly in this horn there were eyes, like the eyes of a human, and a mouth that was speaking arrogantly. As I kept watching, thrones were set in place, and the Ancient of Days took his seat. His clothing was white like snow, and the hair of his head like whitest wool. His throne was flaming fire. Its wheels were blazing fire. A river of fire was flowing, coming out from his presence. Thousands upon thousands served him. Ten thousand times ten thousand stood before him. The court was convened, and the books were opened. I watched then, because of the sound of the arrogant words the horn was speaking. As I continued watching, the beast was killed, and its body destroyed and given over to the burning fire. As for the rest of the beasts, their dominion was removed, but an extension of life was granted to them for a certain period of time. I continued watching in the night visions. And suddenly, one like a son of man was coming with the clouds of heaven. He approached the Ancient of Days and was escorted before him. He was given dominion and glory and a kingdom, so that those of every people, nation, and language should serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion that will not pass away, and his kingdom is one that will not be destroyed. As for me, Daniel, my spirit was deeply distressed within me and the visions in my mind terrified me. I approached one of those who were standing by and asked him to clarify all this. So he let me know the interpretation of these things. These huge beasts, four in number, are four kings who will rise from the earth. But the holy ones of the Most High will receive the kingdom and possess it forever. Yes, forever and ever. Then I wanted to be clear about the fourth beast, the one different from all the others, extremely terrifying with iron teeth and bronze claws, devouring, crushing, and trampling with its feet whatever was left. 
I also wanted to know about the ten horns on its head, and about the other horn that came up, before which three fell, the horn that had eyes, and a mouth that spoke arrogantly, and that looked bigger than the others. As I was watching, this horn waged war against the holy ones, and was prevailing over them, until the Ancient of Days arrived, and a judgment was given in favor of the Holy Ones of the Most High. For the time had come, and the Holy Ones took possession of the kingdom. This is what he said. The fourth beast will be a fourth kingdom on the earth, different from all the other kingdoms. It will devour the whole earth, trample it down, and crush it. The ten horns are ten kings who will rise from this kingdom. Another king, different from the previous ones, will rise after them, and subdue three kings. He will speak words against the Most High, and oppress the Holy Ones of the Most High. He will intend to change religious festivals and laws, and the Holy Ones will be handed over to him for a time, times, and half a time. But the court will convene, and his dominion will be taken away, to be completely destroyed forever. The kingdom, dominion, and greatness of the kingdoms under all of heaven will be given to the people, the Holy Ones of the Most High. His kingdom will be an everlasting kingdom, and all rulers will serve and obey him. This is the end of the account. As for me, Daniel, my thoughts terrified me greatly, and my face turned pale, but I kept the matter to myself. 13. And I saw a beast coming up out of the sea. It had ten horns and seven heads. On its horns were ten crowns, and on its heads were blasphemous names. The beast I saw was like a leopard, its feet were like a bear's, and its mouth was like a lion's mouth. The dragon gave the beast his power, his throne, and great authority. One of its heads appeared to be fatally wounded, but its fatal wound was healed. The whole earth was amazed and followed the beast. They worshipped the dragon because he gave authority to the beast. And they worshipped the beast, saying, Who is like the beast? Who is able to wage war against it? The beast was given a mouth to utter boasts and blasphemies. It was allowed to exercise authority for 42 months. It began to speak blasphemies against God, to blaspheme his name and his dwelling, those who dwell in heaven. And it was permitted to wage war against the saints and to conquer them. It was also given authority over every tribe, people, language, and nation. All those who live on the earth will worship it. Everyone whose name was not written from the foundation of the world in the book of life of the Lamb who was slaughtered. If anyone has ears to hear, let him listen. If anyone is to be taken captive, into captivity he goes. If anyone is to be killed with a sword, with a sword he will be killed. This calls for endurance and faithfulness from the saints. Then I saw another beast coming up out of the earth. It had two horns like a lamb, but it spoke like a dragon. It exercises all the authority of the first beast on its behalf and compels the earth and those who live on it to worship the first beast whose fatal wound was healed. It also performs great signs, even causing fire to come down from heaven to earth in front of people. It deceives those who live on the earth because of the signs that it is permitted to perform in the presence of the beast, telling those who live on the earth to make an image of the beast who was wounded by the sword and yet lived. It was permitted to give breath to the image of the beast, so that the image of the beast could both speak and cause whoever would not worship the image of the beast to be killed. And it makes everyone, small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on his right hand or on his forehead, so that no one can buy or sell unless he has the mark, the beast's name, 
or the number of its name. This calls for wisdom. Let the one who has understanding calculate the number of the beast, because it is the number of a person. Its number is 666. So this is a picture that I found on the internet, which shows the seven heads, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, with ten horns, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, with the body of the leopard and the feet of the bear and a mouth of a lion. And reason I this would be interesting video is because I know you've seen in the news lately of Germany of sending their leopard tanks to Ukraine. Poland is pushing to help Ukraine get the modern tanks that its forces say they desperately need. This comes amid word of a new major mobilization of Vladimir Putin's forces to join the battlefield. ABC's Matt Gutman tonight with details from Ukraine. Tonight, after the Polish Prime Minister said last week he'll send Ukraine some of Poland's advanced German-made Leopard 2 tanks, even without Germany's approval, the German Foreign Minister now saying they won't stand in Poland's way. Even the patience of President Biden's closest advisors wearing thin over the international debate about sending Ukraine battle tanks. I think it's urgent that we provide Ukraine with advanced main battle tanks. If it requires our sending some uh, Abrams tanks in order to unlock getting the Leopard tanks uh, from Germany, from Poland, from other allies, I would support that. Along the Eastern Front, we saw towns shattered by Russia's war. Apparently, since the Leopard tanks are from Germany to all the nations that were going to send it out to Ukraine, they have to get permission from Germany to be able to do that, which Germany did provide permission to go ahead and send the Leopard tanks. So that's not by coincidence that the Leopard tanks is referring to the leopard body in the Bible of this beast. Now, concretely, for me at least, uh, I wasn't able to figure it out before years ago what the leopard was. I suspected it was Germany or France uh, or even Africa. But now I'm sure that, you know, in current times, the leopard represents Germany. The lion represents the United Kingdom and all its nations together with Scotland, Ireland, and so forth. The bear represents Russia, and then the dragon, which would represent China. Or it also could be part of England, as that's their symbolism as well, and their coat of arms is this red dragon. And it also uses the lion as in their coat of arms too. So it could just be United Kingdom or it could be China involved in it too. Um, that part is still yet to be seen. So th this is another depiction of the bear, the lion with the eagle wings, which got plucked off. And currently, United States uses eagle as a symbol, but so do many other countries including Germany uses eagle as their uh, coat of arms, even Russia. Historically, the eagle wings have been used in their symbolism by many, many countries. But I'm going to go ahead and just say 
that could just mean the United States, uh, since it's involved heavily in pushing out this new world order and pushing all these other countries into it together as a leopard body, which is now Germany, going towards to defeat Russia, which is the only country that's standing in the way. It's acting like the restrainer before the New World Order can go ahead and start taking over the whole world. The COVID thing gave them an opportunity, but they are in that formation process right now. When you saw the leaders go down and get replaced by the New World Order leaders nation by nation, all around the world, that's visible. Nobody should be disputing that by now. There is a region, which is really Russia and Ukraine. Ukraine has already bought and sold whore to become the next greater Israel. It's already planned with the New World Order city to be completely cashless, completely digitized, and every part of their plan that they want to institute against the whole world is going to be an experimental country to test it there as launch it, the New World Order in Ukraine. That includes biotechnology, human, you know, transhumanist uh, changes, genetic modification, the whole bit, everything. It's not just going to be digitized, cashless nation, but everything, everything you can imagine, the beast is going to be completely unleashed in that nation. If, and only if, it could take out Russia. Because Russia right now is acting as a restrainer, and it, it, it itself says so. Their own nation's leaders and uh, priests have claimed that they are the restrainer of evil, restrainer of Satan, meaning the West right now is acting like Satan under its authority. But Russia is still holding out as a old Christian Orthodox church and state system that is still telling itself that it's under God and wants to go under Christian values and is fighting the New World Order uh, and it's fighting really the whole plans of NATO, the world coming together to destroy Russia so they can then be free once the restrainer is removed, they're free to subjugate the whole world and bring about the beast system, the fourth beast system. And I know historically they have, you know, already put these four beasts as a Medio Persia, older nations that come and gone, but that's not what I'm talking about. Uh, for me, the symbolism is still relevant. To the nations now and sadly to say since the bear is going to be part of this beast that means russia is going to succumb this war somehow it's going to give in uh, because and then it has power to devour much flesh because it has the three ribs in its mouth as this beast comes together to look like this which is the feet of the bear the leopard you know the, this would be Russia symbolically, the leopard would be Germany symbolically, the UK as a lion symbolically, and then having the seven heads, meaning seven rulers are appointed throughout the world, 
which the ten crowns, which is the ten horns, that they're going to have, you know, different people in place, which I think they were already worked out. The people that got all cozy with the COVID protocols and governments that all went along with it, I think, you know, they thought they could be that leader that could be planted as one of the ten crowns or one of the seven heads. I am pretty sure that all those happy-go-lucky leaders like in Canada, Australia, France, United States, all of them that got picked and chosen, that they thought they're, they're going to win this war, that this was happening now. What was prophesied for the book of Revelation is happening now according in their minds or it's an opportunity to bring it about now. So let's not waste any time installing the 10 rulers and 10 crowns throughout the whole world. So that was, I think it was in their mindset. Although they want to force this hand to bring about the end times now, doesn't mean it's actually going to happen now. People may not be ready to get this beast system installed and go along with it. The first beast wounds his head and it's going to come back to life which that's some sort of miracle all these signs and wonders are going to be taking place when that first beast is introduced and then the second beast the little horn will go ahead and institute an image of the beast so everyone is going to be worshiping the first beast all of these symbolism that you know there are going to be two beasts that are coming it's going to require worship it's going to require taking the mark and it's going to have some supernatural stuff going on too with first pieces and the second piece is going to be performing miracles i wanted to also show you guys why i think russia is a restrainer so this is a site where it, they're talking about this, this blog of Looking at coat of arms, uh, it's called The Art of Heraldry by Peter Crawford. So he has listed all these different emblems and coat of arms for different nations. And this happens to be European nations. So different emblems that they've used throughout ages. And you can see all the eagle symbolism, even down to the time of Napoleon era. And the crown with the eagles. And then there's another eagle. Napoleonic eagle symbolism. The imperial crown of Napoleon III. The arrows which is on our symbolism in the United States too. In the dollar bill with this arrow symbolism in the wheat. So this is one of the Russian emblem with the two eagle. Which is really a rubus. Uh, symbolism there with the two heads and then in the center is the shield with the white horse and uh, you can't really see it too well but it's crushing a dragon underneath the white horse so that would really symbolize Christ on coming uh, on a white horse to crush Satan in the final defeat in the final battle uh, so you can see it more clearly this is another Russian um, symbolism with the two angels on the side and then 
the same Rebus uh, eagle with the white horse crushing Satan underneath. So this is again, it's the two-headed eagle with the crown. Uh, and then the horse, you can probably see a little bit better. The white horse is crushing the dragon. And here's another image of that. The horse crushing the dragon underneath. So that's why I think Russia is the restrainer because it's crushing and defeating the dragon, which is the devil. And that's its envelope. Out of all coat of arms like Britain, what they use, it's, and I'll go over that in a second, Russia is saying in its own coat of arms that it's crushing the head of the dragon with the white horse. That is Jesus coming back. To defeat the dragon and Russia is also a Orthodox Christian nation so they held fast uh, and here's another photo of that and there's a dragon below the horse so you can see and then the rubus imagery there with the two-headed eagle has its own symbolism and meaning as well um, which that's another topic the coat of arms for King Charles is now updated. So they always had some sort of similar coat of arms throughout history, change, you know, one of these key elements. Or King Charles has updated, this is his coat of arms, which uh, Tim Cohen did talk about it in our podcast together, what all of this symbolism is. But what I now am looking at it in terms of like the beasts coming together, uh, I can see what, so this is what the explanation, uh, if you compare them side by side, what all these symbolisms mean from the book of Revelation and so forth. So what's interesting is this uh, unicorn white horse with one horn is the little horn. And this is how the people who have described this as well uh, have said the same thing. So you can see that the little horn right here is this. And then the Scottish crown, which is that's what this picture is wearing, uh, a horse is wearing. And it's chained up. And is chained up to this uh, circle of some sort, a glass enclosure where the red dragon is inside of this on the lower right part of the emblem. And because it's chained up, it's, it's actually symbolizing the restrainer while being the second beast, which is a little horn. So the second beast is going to be releasing the dragon once his chain is loosened up to release this lower chamber. So the second beast is this horse, the white horse, which would be like the first uh of the four horsemen, the white horse, which is the Antichrist coming to take the 
take power throughout the whole world with all the conquests. And that is the little horn, the little the second beast that's going to be releasing Satan to come to power as a first beast, the Antichrist. And it also says that the three kingdoms plucked by the roots, which is symbolized by this symbol here on the right lower side, the fruit of leaf, flower sort of symbol, which I guess it means three kingdoms. So here's the feet of the bear. So this also has all of the four beast symbolism with the feet of the bear, the lion, and body of the leopard, although you can't really see it here. But all the lions inside of this coat of arms shield are making up like the ten uh, horns. And then the sh front shield has the four beast symbolism there as well. Uh, so on this explanation is saying body of the leopard. So I guess this would be the body of the leopard, although I'm not sure how that's clear. It could be a lion as well, but let's just go with the body of the le leopard. And the top part, it says that Judah is the lion of whelp who shall rouse him up. So at the top of the imagery here is the lion of Judah. And then there's a prince crown or King Charles. And one, two, three, four, which uh, symbolizes, I guess it doesn't say what that is. Um, the harp of King David. So this is supposed to represent Ireland, symbol of the harp. But I guess it. Uh, symbolism of King David as well. And I said, I saw an angel having a great chain in his hand and laid hold of the dragon Satan in Revelation 20, chapter or verse 1 and 2, which is what this is right here. So it is kind of interesting to me that all these nations are symbolized to come together that's happening right now and how soon will it be before this little horn is going to unleash the dragon so this dragon right here although it's been symbolized in different forms within the coat of arms you know from the very beginning of the monarchy it is interesting in this one and only where all these elements come together and that the red dragon is actually shown to be held captive as of right now where previously this was around 1500s it had the red dragon and instead of a white horse it used to be a dog it could have been one of those great dane of some sort but it, you see how that, everything, you know, much of it still kept the same except for the outer um, pillars, the dragon and the horse, which had no chain in it and just a collar. 
and all of the different one, two, three, four, five, six, six lions, and then six uh, fortily, which must mean, if you do according to the other photo, three kingdoms, so six kingdoms maybe. And then this weird looking creature, I don't know what the heck that's supposed to be, some sort of dog, lion mixture of white lion. Doesn't look like a lion, doesn't look like a dog, but this was around 1400s and it had the same amount in the shield of six kingdoms. Queen Mary of England, lion and an eagle were on the coat of arms. All of this stuff, you know, inside the shield was a little bit different. Still had the six kingdoms, but then they added another more symbolism for four Looks like two beasts and then two crowns. But on the outer support pillars is now the eagle and the lion. And the lion is now on the right side instead of the left side where it's traditionally been. So this must be the eagle that got plucked off and turned into United States perhaps. And that eagle got replaced with the dragon. So now you see... The lion on the left side, and the dragon now on the right side. So this is now around 1500 to 1600, um, that new coat of arms for Queen Elizabeth I. It went up to 1840, Prince Albert, where his coat of arms is the first time you see the replacement of previous one a dragon is now the white horse with the little horn the unicorn with the chain now it has a crown and a chain so it's now it's chained up the second beast the little horn is chained up so this is the first time you see that and the lion on um, with the crown on top on the left side so I don't know what the changes were, but definitely it went from a dragon to the second beast. So this is the royal family heraldry. Coat of arms for Elizabeth Bowes Lion, the Queen Empress Consort. So what's interesting about this one is now on the right side you have, I don't know what this is, it must be a lion, but it has that weird... A dragon-like tongue sticking out with half the body is now dragon. So the top half is a lion and then the bottom half is the dragon. And now it shows a few more symbolism inside the shield with the three lions, the Scotland and then Ireland here. And then all this imagery that's going on here, which uh, I'm not sure what that is. Or actually, Six Nation, it must be that as well. Because it's mirror imagery of the left and the right. So the main difference between all the ones that were previously noted is this dragon that is inside this ring capsule. And... It's connected through the chain of this unicorn, the second beast. This is new here. 
while this inside the shield is still pretty this much the same except it has a second layer another shield which has a four beasts on top of it four new nations and now i think if you added up all of the lions it should add up to 10 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 10 so there's 10 now that you know is in line with what the scripture says with the 10 horns and this is supposed to represent the little horn so all of the symbolism that's in the bible is in this final coat of arms with king charles as tim cohen has said uh, with his books and research that he thinks it's uh, king charles who is the antichrist he may be i don't know that for sure but all this really just points to is a symbolism of what the Bible has already talked about more than 2,000 years ago. You know, how would they have known that unless it was from God warning us that these beast kingdoms are going to come together, institute global governance to control over all, the whole earth as the fourth and the final kingdom, the beast kingdom, and those that are going to reject taking the mark are going to be killed and those that are going to worship the beast and his image and take the mark are all condemned already so we're just watching all of this play out in real time how fast is going to come together to the final revelation when all of these beasts are seen and known who they are I don't know and it could take this generation it could take the next but it is obvious at this point that it started the building of that beast kingdom has already started and my prediction for russia is that as much as i like to see them hold down evil for a little bit longer as you saw in their coat of arms they hold down the dragon beneath the horse's feet the white horse if they're able to restrain, I think they are the restrainer. They themselves have called themselves the restrainer of evil, restrainer of the dragon. And it's been in their coat of arms for a very long time. So if they manage to hold down a little longer, then this New World Order plans will be defeated for now. And it'll be put to rest for whenever the next time it, they're ready to come out. It, it may not happen right now. God could just say, you know, we're going to have more time. Or to God could just say, it's over. It's time is soon. And he's going to remove the restrainer, which is Russia. Spiritually, it talks about Michael, the archangel, as being the restrainer. Although people have tried to say it's the Holy Spirit and that somehow it wants the Holy we're going to be raptured. The Holy Spirit will be removed as a restrainer. And we're all going to be out of here. I don't believe that. I think if you read the scriptures correctly, it does point to Michael the Archangel. That's spiritual. Michael the Archangel could be working with Russia as a restrainer in the physical realm where once Russia is removed... If it's removed right now, then we have entered the end times for sure. 
So this Russia-Ukraine war is pretty important as to how it's going to play out biblically. I don't care about how it plays out in the natural, what the war is all about. I could care less. But spiritually, what to me is that if Russia is defeated by NATO and all these countries allying to defeat Russia, then that means the restrainer will be removed and then the beast system, Satan, will be revealed very, very soon. If Russia managed to hold off Satan a little longer under its feet, like it has been doing right now, Michael, the archangel, working with Russia, if that happens, we will get more time because the restrainer is not yet removed. So Ukraine's going to go back and do its slither away in its cubbyhole, and all the snakes will have to go back and slither away in their cubbyholes for a little longer, and maybe it'll feel like freedom back again and nations doing their thing again. But that's only temporary. We all know. I think what's in my view is that when all these people are ready to give away their free will and allow Satan to genetically modify them to come together with the beast as one, that will happen someday. When people have given up their free will to align themselves with God, because as long as you're a free thinker, unmodified human, and your conscience is directly connected to God, whether you believe in God or not, your body is still connected to God. All this time on earth is really to give everybody a chance to choose who they're going to choose, which kingdom. Satan's kingdom or God's kingdom. And if you're given all this time as a natural human being to come to that conclusion, you have complete free will, your choice to make that decision. But if you're making that decision once you merge with the Satan beast that's coming, already gave away your free will to Satan, then you're not redeemable anymore because you no longer have that free will choice. Your choice was to give it to Satan and join his kingdom. That's what the mark is all about. My belief is that by that time the mark is instituted, then most people would have already aligned themselves with the image of Satan to easily take that mark and they're going to go against the saints, the one who reject the mark. Because those that reject the mark and have, you know, have faith in God will, are written in the Lamb's Book of Life. And the ones who take the mark are not in the Book of Life. In order to not be in a Book of Life and take the mark, that means they already given up their free will and they rejected God. They no longer want to be connected to God in any way. Knowing that, I don't think it's quite just yet. I could be wrong because the whole world is leading towards this rapid development of the beast and taking charge and controlling everybody to date. But I don't, I just, I see Satan coming in as a white light to offer peace, to offer longevity, miracles, signs and wonder. All the things are... Everybody's so anxious and stressed about right now at the state of the world. They're no longer going to be stressed anymore. They're no longer 
going to have all the angst and the troublesome riots and looting and shortages and all these things that they're burning us with day in, day out. When Satan finally arrives as a, the, the light and the hope of the world, saving the world, those things will be gone and dealt with. There will be no more craziness any longer. There won't be any where all the social angst and turmoil that's happening right now, all that's going to go away. When Satan's there, and that what people are going to be drawn to, this new world where they finally reach that utopian state and no more fighting, there's no more wars, there's no more riots, there's no more shortages, there's no more any of that stuff for them. And they're going to happily belong to that system. But the believers know better. We've been watching all these signals and imagery of all of this so we know that this is coming and rising if you're going to hang your hat on anything as to what's going to launch the end times i would watch russia as the restrainer and see if russia is taken out and once russia is taken out they are not going to disappear completely because they're part of the beast eventually. It just means whether they're removed as a restraining force and then they just enter in as the work as another arm of the beast, or the foot in this case. So this is what theologians have said what the four beast kingdoms represent in Daniel chapter 7. The lion with the eagle's wings means Babylonian empire from 606 B.C. to 536 B.C. The bear with the three ribs in the mouth to mean Persian Empire, 536 B.C. to 332 B.C. The leopard with the wings and the multiple heads is the Grecian Empire from 332 B.C. to 63 B.C., and then the lion with the leopard body and the bare feet and all the horns, the final beast, represents the Roman Empire from 63 B.C. to Christ's return. So that's the final beast that's in reign right now. This is a valid interpretation, and I'm fine with that, but I think in the book of Revelation, which is talked about as this final beast, looking at it today, context with the nations that are in place, I describe uh, the bear as Russia, the leopard as Germany, the lion as the United Kingdom, the horns that are in, they're going to represent all the nations and the leaders under 10 ruling authorities with the seven heads. Um, that seven heads could be from the seven continents, one per each. Or it just could mean the seven kings' crowns that they put in place with the ten ruling authorities. The red dragon is going to give authority to this beast. So this entire beast is given authority by the red dragon. So that could King Charles, because that's the red dragon. The Prince of Wales, the King of Wales, is that's their emblem. And it also could also mean China somehow, too, because they are always represented as a red dragon. 
but I tend to think now that it actually could be King Charles as the King of Wales emblem to represent that red dragon, that that red dragon is going to be unleashed. This red dragon, which is the same as the Prince of Wales or King the Wales uh, emblem, that's going to be unleashed by this little horn uh, unicorn that is chained up right now. A lot to watch in this decade of what's going to happen and how fast this beast is going to come into power and when is the right time for the red dragon to give it the power to take over the whole world. If it's King Charles who's been prophesized or analyzed to be uh, the Antichrist, well then it's got to happen in his lifetime. He's already close to 80 years old. So that means he doesn't have that much longer to give it authority for this beast to come in power and take charge. Of course, if, it, if he is the Antichrist, then he's going to be pretty much immortal once he's revealed. So that his age doesn't have much to do with it if he is, in fact, Antichrist. But if he's a human being who's trying to execute all this and bring it about sooner than planned, then he will die like any other human being soon. And perhaps we have a little more time. So the Russia-Ukraine war really is a spiritual battle against Satan himself. That Russia is fighting on behalf of the whole world to defeat Satan. It's not going to win just yet because... The book of Revelation, all that stuff still has to happen. The beast will come to power. The beast will be revealed. The beast will be worshipped. People will be taking the mark. And the saints will be defeated by the beast until Christ comes to restore the, the new heaven and the new earth. And when I'm president again, if Marxist prosecutors betray their oaths and refuse to protect our citizens... I will not hesitate to send in federal law enforcement to restore peace and public safety. We will restore law and order in America. We've never seen anything like is happening right now. Crime is up by 50, 60, 70, and 100% in these radical left Democrat-run cities. We can't let it happen. Our country is going to hell. We're going to make America great again. Thank you. First Thessalonians 5. But of the times and the seasons, brethren, ye have no need that I write unto you. For yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. For when they shall say peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. But ye, brethren, are not in darkness that that day should overtake you as a thief. Ye are all the children of light and the children of the day. We are not of the night nor of darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as do others, but let us watch and be sober. But they that sleep, sleep in the night, and they that be drunken are drunken in the night. But let us, who are of the day, be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love, and for an helmet, the hope of salvation. For God hath not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, that whether we wake or sleep, we should live together with him. Wherefore, comfort yourselves together, and edify one another, even as also ye do. And we beseech you, brethren, to know them which labor among you, and are over you in the Lord, and admonish you, 
and to esteem them very highly in love for their work's sake, and be at peace among yourselves. Now we exhort you, brethren, warn them that are unruly, comfort the feeble-minded, support the weak, be patient toward all men. See that none render evil for evil unto any man, but ever follow that which is good, both among yourselves and to all men. Rejoice evermore. Pray without ceasing. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Quench not the spirit. Despise not prophesyings. Prove all things. Hold fast that which is good. Abstain from all appearance of evil. And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And I pray God, your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Faithful is he that calleth you, who also will do it. Brethren, pray for us. Greet all the brethren with an holy kiss. I charge you by the Lord that this epistle be read unto all the holy brethren. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Amen. Thanks for listening.